Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, I'm going to be all over the board on this podcast tonight. I got a lot to unpack, but let's lead off by saying this. Congratulations to the Texas Rangers and my family in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. You guys are the world champions of baseball. And oh boy, what a memorable game five it was. It was an edge-of-your-seat type of night. Kind of wish it would have been one nothing going into the bottom of the ninth. That would have added to the drama. But still, a great baseball game, the type of game I like to watch. And it was fun, except for the final result for me. So let's recap the losing card for Wednesday. I had the D-backs in the money line. Didn't work out. I had the D-backs in the Rangers. First five, under the four and a half. Could have gone the under three and a half of plus money. Played it conservative. I still cashed the ticket, though. I had Zach Gallon over four and a half strikeouts at a plus 115. Get to cash that ticket. I had Zach Gallon over 15 and a half outs recorded at a plus 110. Get to cash that ticket. Gallon pitched great. He obviously had a no-hitter going into the seventh inning. It's a shame he had to get tagged with the loss in the end. But nonetheless, an outstanding, memorable effort from him on Wednesday night. So baseball is done. It's always sad when it comes to a close for me. But like that April rose that rises from beneath the snow, in the words of Jack Buck, baseball, oh, baseball, will return to the forefront of our hearts once more. So I can't wait for spring training. And after a terrible, terrible start to the playoffs for me, the final three weeks, I actually added it up tonight. I went 23-7 and and made back 17.6163 units. So yeah, I still didn't make money, but at least I'll have some confidence going into spring training next year. College football, I had Akron minus the four. I had no business coming back in this game, but I did, and I end up with the push. I'll take the push there with the zips. Yeah, me and betting bad teams during the week land points, not a good idea. I didn't learn from Sam Houston, at least this time around, I get away with the push. I had Bowling Green minus the five and a half. I'm not sure about this football team. They're at the one-yard line, first and goal, just punch it in. Get me the cover. They end up kicking a field goal, and then they have an opportunity to go up six from the 25-yard line. They pass on the field goal and go for it on fourth down. That didn't work out for them. If they make the kick, they go up six and they cover the game for me. Didn't happen. Then I flipped it around, and I was actually cheering for Kent State to go down and score and tie it up and send it to OT. That didn't happen either, so I lose that bet. Go 0-1-1 in college football on Wednesday night. On the frozen pond, well, guess what? The quarter's coming out. I had the Stars and the Flames under the one and a half in the first period. And in the final minute of the first period, that second goal sneaks into the net, and I lost the ticket. Yeah, first period unders remind me of first quarter unders. They're not a lot of fun for me. I had the Nuggets and the Timberwolves over the 223 and a half. I lose that ticket. So if I could hit anything else on the card after having a good night in baseball, I would have had my third straight winning day. Didn't happen, though, so I lose a little under a unit. But now, let's get to the card here for Thursday. And it's official. I give up on hockey once again, so the quarter is coming out in hockey. I'm going to lead off with the quarter plays. NHL, I have the Carolina Hurricanes at the New York Rangers. Total of five and a half in this one. It was a coin flip. Heads it is. I'm on the over five and a half between the Hurricanes and the Rangers tonight on the Frozen Pond. NBA, Orlando Magic at the Utah Jazz, total of 222.5, another coin flip. Heads it is, I'm on the over 222.5 between the Magic and the Jazz. 
Now to the sports that I actually think I can handicap, or at least pretend I can handicap. We go to the National Football League. It's the Titans at the Steelers. So Tannehill's out for the Titans. Will Levis is in. That may be good for them. The Titans' top target, DeAndre Hopkins, is questionable. Kenny Pickett for the Steelers says he's going to play for sure for Pittsburgh. Not sure what to make of this game. Levis looked great last week going 19 of 29, 238 yards and four touchdowns. But that game was at home, off of a bye, with extra time to prepare. Now, this is a short week. It's a road game, and he's facing the team that gives up the fifth lowest completion percentage in the NFL. The Steelers, on the other hand, they rank near the bottom in rushing yards allowed, so Derrick Henry might enjoy a nice night, but I'm not sure about the passing game. The Steelers have gained fewer than 400 yards, and listen to this, 55 consecutive games. That's the second longest streak in NFL history, so they don't like to light up the scoreboard with yards. Pittsburgh ranks 29th, averaging just 3.4 yards per attempt on the ground. Pittsburgh ranks 29th, averaging just 16.1 points per game. The Titans are 4-3 and three against the spread. They're 5-2 and two to the under. The Steelers are 4-3 and three against the spread, 6-1 and one to the under. I can't trust either offense. You kind of probably know where I'm going. First of all, system play, first quarter under, 6.5 and a half at a plus 114. We'll get that out of the way. But when in doubt, bet the first half under. I'm going to bet a really low number tonight. It's the first half under 18 and a half at the minus 110. But I'm not going to chicken out on the side. I'm actually going to play the side as well. Somehow, some way, I'm going to bet the Pittsburgh Steelers to win the football game. And I'm willing to lay two and a half points against Tennessee. So give me the Steelers minus the two and a half over the Titans. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Next up, we go to the prop bets. Prop bet number one, it's Kenny Pickett. Under 31 and a half passing attempts for this game. So I know the Steelers attempted 43 passes last week, but with a QB that has a rib injury, toss out the analytics. I'll bet the under on this one. Give me Kenny Pickett under 31 and a half passing attempts for the Steelers. Next up, Derrick Henry over 17 and a half rushing attempts. I also probably like his yards in this game, but I ended up just doing the rushing attempts. Derrick Henry, left guard. Derrick Henry, up the middle. Derrick Henry, right end. Derrick Henry, left end. Derrick Henry, right tackle. Well, you get the point. I like Derrick Henry tonight, so I'm going to bet Derrick Henry over 17 and a half rushing attempts. And as I'm looking at my phone, I better see notifications like that about left guard, up middle, right end. Yes, you know where I'm going. Okay, then the third and final prop bet on this game, Connor Hayward, under 23 and a half yards receiving for the Steelers. So last week, five catches, six targets for 24 yards. So he went over the number. But before that, for the season, he had seven catches, just 13 targets, and 65 yards. His long in the year is 12 yards. His average target depth is only 4.7 yards. 
He will likely need three or more catches to beat me. Plus, the bulk of Hayward's activity last week occurred with Trubisky at quarterback. So I'm on Connor Hayward under the 23 and a half yards receiving for the Steelers. Next up, we go to college football. Three games on the board. I only like one of the three games in college football, but I'm going to bet all three. Game number one, it's in the Big 12. It's Texas Tech minus the three against TCU. So the Red Raiders turned it over five times last week at BYU, losing 27-14, even though they held BYU to just 12 first downs for the game and outgained it by 112 yards. The week prior, they turned it over three times, losing to Kansas State by 17, even though they outgained the Wildcats. So the bottom line here is Texas Tech needs to protect the ball and finish drives. Remember, the Red Raiders had the lead against Oregon. The Ducks, with a minute to go, had six more first downs in that game, gained a hunt, or excuse me, gained 456 yards, but they had four turnovers to cost them the game. Morton should be back at quarterback for the Red Raiders in this one. The Texas Tech season is far more frustrating to watch than TCU. The Red Raiders have been oh so close, but they've self-destructed time and time again. TCU lost a ton of talent. It is what it is. Texas Tech should win this game. The Red Raiders have lost four straight to TCU, but Bob Knight once coached basketball at Texas Tech. So in honor of the general, guns up. Give me the double T minus the three over TCU. Side note on Bob Knight. Oh, my buddies, Ryan, Toby, and I, we went on a baseball trip many years ago. We actually stopped in Orville, Ohio, the birthplace of Bob Knight, went to his original high school, got to see the gym, got a tour of the town, got a tour of the gymnasium, the trophy case, all of that. We're huge Bob Knight guys. Uh, So the passing of Bob Knight today, that was a big deal. A few years back, uh, probably 10 years ago, I guess now, or whatever, Bob Knight was at Texas Tech. I left the Missouri Valley Tournament with my buddy Rodney a day early. We went to Ames, Iowa to watch the general coach there against Iowa State. Uh, yeah, one of the greatest basketball coaches, one of the greatest basketball minds that I've uh, ever encountered, of course. And uh, I posted something out there on Twitter. It's Bob Knight t- calling Michael Jordan the greatest player he's ever seen. That's before he got drafted in the NBA. He had a high basketball IQ. So, uh, yeah, Bob Knight, Texas Tech, get it done for the general and cover the three for me tonight. Next up on the card, it's Wake Forest at Duke. And I dislike numbers like 12 and a half. I have no interest in touching this line. I do know that Bob Knight loved defense. I love defense. So give me the first half under 23 and a half. You can't lose if the other team doesn't score, I believe was one of the quotes. So give me Wake Forest and Duke under the 23 and a half. Then the final game on the card for you, it's in the Sun Belt. It's South Alabama plus the four at Troy. So this is a terrible number. The computer models have this game near seven, but I'm only getting four. Troy is a good, good football team. Only losses this year have been to Kansas State and James Madison. The defense is really, really good, allowing just 23 points over the last four games. Troy is six and two on the season, four straight wins against the spread, and six consecutive unders. Then on the flip side, we have the Jekyll and Hyde South Alabama Jaguars. On a bad day, they've lost to Central Michigan and Louisiana at home as double-digit favorites. But on a good day, they won at Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's Oklahoma State by 26. They beat UL Monroe by 48. 
They beat Southern Miss by 52. Yeah, they're that good when they're on. Five turnovers last week in the loss to Louisiana. I think the Jaguars clean it up this week and win straight up. I'm on South Alabama plus four for the game. Then a bonus bet here. If you want to get aggressive, I'm just going to get aggressive on this game. I rarely do it, but I'm going to play an aggressive play here. It's the South Alabama team total against that really, really good Troy defense over 23 and a half points at a plus 154. So I'm going to do that as well as an added play on that particular football game. So a huge card for me. Let's recap it again. In the NHL, I know, I'm the greatest hockey mind of all time, or Hall of Shame, I guess I should be in. I have the Hurricanes and the Rangers over the five and a half goals. In the NBA, I'm going to bet the Orlando Magic and Utah Jazz over the 222 and a half. In the National Football League, first quarter system play under the six and a half points at a plus 114. I have the first half under between the Titans and the Steelers under 18 and a half. I have the Steelers for the game, minus the two and a half over the Titans. Then my prop bets in the game, Kenny Pickett, under 31 and a half passing attempts. Derrick Henry, over 17 and a half rushing attempts. Connor Hayward, under 23 and a half yards receiving. College football, in honor of the general, Robert Montgomery Knight. Give me the Red Raiders of Texas Tech. Guns up, minus the three over TCU. Give me Wake Forest and Duke in the first half, under the 23 and a half. Give me South Alabama, plus the four at Troy. And your bonus bet there, an aggressive play, a team total on South Alabama, over 23 and a half points at a plus 154. It could be a good day. It could be a bad day. I never know how it's going to go. But no matter what, let's have some fun watching sports, everyone. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.